I just want to say congratulations. I watched this film last night, so everything is kind of fresh in my head. What a great character study. What a great uh, road trip film this is. So uh, I, I really want to start with you, Mark, first and say, where did you get the idea from this? Is this a slice of your life? A little bit. You know, I drew from personal experiences for sure. Um, you know, but it really started, you know, I, you know, 15 years ago, I really wanted to make a movie that just captured the California coast, specifically Highway 1. I wanted to make a road trip movie that really looked at the PCH as its own sort of character in, in a movie. And it's crazy to think about, like, what's happening right now. And uh, it almost feels like, a, you know, like a eulogy to, to what's going on. It's 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 really tragic. Um, and hopefully we can, we can recover from all this, but yeah, I mean, I was, um, I was pretty inspired by California and the coast. And, you know, from there, uh, I just tried to sort of pull from what I understood and knew. And I, you know, I grew up on the East coast and had a pretty, um, specific path that I, that I was, I thought I'd be going down and I decided to veer left and go, um, pick a, a career in the arts. And I watched a lot of my close friends go more of the conventional path. Um, you know, corporate careers, get married, buy their homes, have children, um, while I kind of won a different path and tried to pursue film. And, um, you know, and in my early 30s, I started questioning what I was doing, where I was going, um, where I had landed. And oftentimes, it was just um, finding myself in these deep conversations with my close friends from home um, and, you know, venting about my frustrations. But uh, pretty soon after, I was starting to learn that they had their own problems too. And they felt a lot bigger than mine. And the irony was that the grass wasn't necessarily greener. Um, and that's when I felt like, okay, I think I have something beyond just some fun escape film in a Bronco up the California coast. I felt like there's, you know, some themes here I can tap into. And uh, that's it. I took a road trip on my own um, uh, for two weeks and found all these locations and started writing and coming up with uh, ideas for, for these characters. So Tommy, there's, there, there is this, you know, kind of wanderlust that I think a lot of guys have. They just want to get in a car with a best buddy and, and go. Uh, did that speak to you? I mean, how did you get the script? And what was the audition process like? Um, all great questions. I, 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 the, the script, and I don't know if this was Mark's doing, the script originally came my way uh, to see if I was interested in playing the Luke character, the, 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 um, the Francois Arnaud character, yeah. um, which I, I really enjoyed the script. I did not feel like I could access that guy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it worked out the way he did because Francois completely embodies that character and things worked out the way they did. And then someone said, all right, well, they still haven't cast that. I might be getting this totally wrong, Mark, but they still haven't <laughs> cast Wes. Do you want to come back in and meet with, with Mark? And, um, and I said, yeah, that, I, I feel like I have a way in. Um, to this guy, uh, he had a certain sense of humor that spoke to me, and and, and I'm I frequently drawn to characters who are using humor to cover something. I mean, obviously, this, this guy's got some demons that 
you know, rear their heads by the end of the film. Um, but went in and, and saw Mark and he said something that got us into a conversation, come to find out, Mark went to boarding school with a friend of mine from growing up and then was college roommates with a friend of mine from high school. So talk about small world stuff. Um, so I was lucky in that regard. We, we, we hit it off instantly. Um, and um, we, we, uh, if you can't we tell, have, we were great friends with this experience. But then, uh, <laughs> but then I read for it, which was kind of awkward because we were sharing stories. And I was like, do you want me to actually read this material? Um, he said, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want. So I auditioned and it went well enough and we were off and running. Just the fact that he was coming into the room, I was, I had seen his work previously on Casual and Mini Project. And I was just like, I kind of felt like I was fortunate that he was even in the room. So I felt like <laughs> a hard uh, cast uh, in a way, but uh, it did start a rather strangely, it, I mean, it's a it's a crazy beautiful connection but uh, you know he came in there to read you know so he didn't really get that opportunity to do that right away we got into this small talk and i, I, I love it when kids distracted him in the moment uh, but he did great he did um yeah, yeah. Well, you're right tony it was it was kismet of the of the highest order <laughs> it, uh, it, and, and and we were kind of um blessed throughout the process with um just sort of good fortune having having this movie on a relatively small budget just come together. Uh, yeah, I, 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 there's a couple of technical questions I, I, I have for you as well, because, you know, you're filming uh, one of the scenes you film on the streets of San Francisco. Um, that is not an easy task to film anywhere in San Francisco, because <laughs> I happen to know about the San Francisco Film Commissions and all of that. How did you, how did you manage that? Well, you know, our, our producer, Jeremy Alter, you know, he has a, his background coming up was in location management and he was able to wrangle all these locations working with our co-producer, Scott Trimble, who's also a, uh, you know, big location manager out here came on and they all did this. It was like a, you know, it was a labor of love for them, but they were able to, you know, work out and negotiate these location agreements all the way up the coast. It's, it's a blessing that we had them there to access. Um, yeah, in San Francisco, <laughs> one of those places. Um, a bit of movie magic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Plenty of movie magic. T Tommy, filming in a in a in a Bronco. First of all, the Bronco is the the other star of this movie. Um, but filming in in close quarters like that has got to be tough for an actor as well as a cinematographer because each shot, you know, it can't be the same shot. And and I'm always interested in how an actor. Uh, works like that? Um, yeah, uh, first of all, big thanks to the Bronco for covering so many of my mistakes. Um, uh, it, it was a, a great co-star in that regard. Um, couple problems, it's loud. You know, those, mm -hmm. those early 70s Broncos are not um, the, the quiet machines of modern um, automaking. And um, um, you're so right, it's a, a, a car scene can get pretty boring, but uh, this would be a good time to credit our incredible DP, uh, Devin Whetstone, who, who is just such a creative um, shot maker that, um, you know, we were shooting, as you know, from, from all angles. One thing that really helps in terms of, for me, for performance, because I've shot a lot um, um, on, you know, with um, 
with sort of green screen car work and, and it's really hard to kind of feel the reality of it. This we shot practically a lot, whereas I, when I'm literally driving the car while the cameras are rolling. We did some tow trailers, but um, I, I, I've got to think that some of the realness of what you're seeing comes from the fact that I am like struggling with that. Is it a three speed, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling and it's, and it's on the column. It's not, it's not a stick shift. So having to do that kind of gets you out of your own way because you're, you're, you're performing the practical task of, of, of driving this huge, loud machine up the coast. And um, it kind of settles you into the reality of the moment and helps, helps performance, I think. You know, I want to reference a couple of films, you know, because, <clears throat> you know, as a character study, too, because that's at the base of this. I mean, you're evolving with every mile uh, that you're traveling. I mean... I do want to reference Sideways and even, you know, a few years ago, The Green Book, in the way that your characters develop and we find out, you know, we, we, we get to see their warts, so to speak. We find out about them, which is a beautiful reveal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love the peeling away of it. Uh, you know, credit to Mark's screenplay for that. Um, it starts... Um, you know, it starts almost like a pure comedy. These guys are giving each other crap and um, they're reconnecting. And then that starts to fracture as the trip goes on. And I think um, the, the design of the movie um, works well in that regard, because like if you spend that much time with someone in a car, you, you can't fake it. You can't keep faking it. You know, so you let something slip. Luke picks up on something that Wes is, is, is indicating and um, you kind of have to get down to the nitty gritty um, uh, the closer and closer you get to, to yeah. Portland. Um, so I, um, that was the number one reason to do the, the movie for me. It's, it, was, it was really layered and, um, and figuring out just how, uh, the, the math of how much to let on with each page so that by the end of it, you know, you uh, you've cracked this guy open um, and, and hopefully come to a moment of catharsis um, through this experience with his buddy. Mm -hmm. Mark, your cast is spot on. I mean, everybody, everybody in this cast is, is really good from Minka, you know, down and every scene is just beautifully written. It, it is such an intricate play. It should be a, a, a theatrical, I think. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I need to credit our amazing casting director, Emily Schweber. I mean, uh, the, another a gift to this movie, getting to work with her for uh, two or three months. Uh, we spent a lot of time just, um, it was a really unique um, learning experience for me just to be in the casting room and to audition. And, um, you know, a lot of work was put in beforehand to find the right supporting actors for this movie and leads obviously and um yeah it it helped to have that preparation uh so that when we want to shoot this movie with all these crazy logistical variables you knew that you had people that were in their lane and if they veered ever so slightly that it wasn't that big of a stretch from someone in my seat to to get them where they needed to be so. And, and it, you know, forgive me for, you know, for asking questions like this, but, uh, you know, I mean, as, as a critic, I, I need to know, in writing this, the, the two girls that you guys meet, you know, in, that you take to Big Sur, 
And then you also meet two older women. It seems like they are at each end of, of, of kind of the spectrum in life. Was that on purpose? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was like a personal experience that I went through about 10 years ago. I went on a sort of, um, I went on a trip to um, Mexico with like a bunch of couples that were about 10 years older than me. And I spent a lot of time having sort of deep conversations with the wives. Um, and uh, it was kind of at that moment that I felt like I, um, I wanted to explore sort of a windows into their past and windows into their future through these women. Um, and I kind of just, I wanted to put the guys right in the middle of these two demographics. And, um, you know, for the character of Wes, the idea was, you know, through the younger women um, in Isla Vista that they take to Big Sur, it was kind of like a, an opportunity for him to explore sort of a piece of his life that he never really got to explore, which was sort of the ultimate form of freedom. And when he meets the women in Carmel, particularly Rebecca's character played by Joelle Carter, it, it was sort of an inside look into the consequences of, of those freedoms. And, um, you know, if my, this would, this could be what would happen to my family if I were to go in a certain direction uh, and remove myself, you know, cause for me, like I tried to just focus in on two ideas when making this movie, which is just this idea of like your responsibility to others against your own personal freedom. And, um, I think that these women are kind of windows into that uh, for these characters. Um, and, and, and then you capped it off beautifully with the woman in the uh, auto repair shop. I mean, that was the kind of the result of all of that pain and suffering and, you know, marriage. Yeah. It's, it's not unlike Scrooge being visited by the, the three ghosts. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I love the, I love the, I mean, obviously, Mark's movie is very grounded, but it's a great device, like kind of going back in time and then flashing forward and, and reckoning with all that in, in terms of how you want to deal with your more immediate future for the Wes character. You know, when, when at the end of the movie, when Wes goes through the door, you know, at the, at the very end, I really wanted that five more minutes to, 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 to see. It's, it, it just is a, a beautiful ending, and it just, you know, it's an edge of your seat kind of moment, mm -hmm. you know, and I guess I'm going to, in the few seconds I have left, uh, Tommy, I'm just going to ask, I mean, one of the themes of the film is if you meet somebody, do you know immediately that they're the one? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't, I, I, me, Tommy, as a human being, I don't know that I have the answer to that, but the, um, I, I think the, the, the more interesting idea to me that Mark presented early on was, what if they are the one when you're 25, but given how life takes its toll, you can be a different person at 35, 40. Yeah. Um, how do you reconcile the idea that you, you're, 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 you are a different person and you may be married to a different person than, the, than um, that person that you, you fell for at 25? And, and what are your responsibilities therein? I love that last moment. We shot it in a bunch of different ways. One being um, sort of a more hopeful, like this is going to be some rough conversations. <laughs> like the next, you speak of those next five minutes, my guess is they're pretty rough, but they may be working towards a, a, a reconciliation and a, and, a, and a better future. And, um, and then we played, we messed around with playing it kind of down, playing it like, 
I was kind of a martyr for for the Luke character, you know, giving giving him the tools he needed to maybe get ambitious again or seek love or whatever he wanted to do. But my my immediate future was going to be a little bleak. And so we we played with I, where do we end up, Mark? Somewhere in the middle, probably. Yeah, yeah somewhere in the middle. I'd lean more towards that. Yeah. As as friends, you sacrifice for each other, and you did the ultimate sacrifice, basically. Yeah, that's and he ended real. up with the Bronco. So yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him my car. That's right. That's right. One thing that Francois said uh, at one of our festivals was, which I thought was really interesting, was, you know, at the beginning, Wes is looking more outward as Luke is looking inward, and by the end, it sort of flips, and and you know, Wes is going to go look inward and deal with his responsibilities from home as as Luke is finally awakened and looking outward. And I thought that was a really interesting sort of. Yeah, as far as as far as finding the right one, you know, uh, you're Italian, Mark. I'm Italian. We fall in love every ten minutes, you know, just <laughs> regularly. So it really doesn't matter that way. Uh, congratulations again on I think one of the one of the really really great character studies. Uh, it is it is a wonderful film, and I think I think people should experience it. Um, I think I think you should you should see the movie right away, and then wait a year and see it as your life changes over a year, because it is just, it's, it can be a different movie wherever you are in your life. So you did a great job in writing this. Thank you very That's much. That's cool. Thank you, Tony. Thanks for, thanks for the Thank kind Thank you work. for your time. And again, congratulations. And it's been a pleasure talking with you. you yeah, too. my pleasure. This celebrity interview is sponsored by... I'm Annette Severella with Pia Anderson Moss Hoyt, Utah's leading entertainment law firm serving clients nationwide. We provide solid, attentive representation, focusing on minimizing risk, reducing cost, and protecting the reputation and privacy of our clients. Our goal is to provide you with the legal representation you need to make the right decisions and to protect you and your creative works. Call or email me for a free consultation.